In this podcast, I will inspire you to go past the limitations you place on yourself as we explore your infinite possibilities in the Akashic Records. The portal is open now. Hello and welcome to Your Light is Fearless. My name is Amber. I am your host and I had planned a different kind of podcast today, but I feel really called to address one of the most recent experiences that I had that um, really got me to question a lot of where we're at as a collective in planet Earth, how we're ascending, and what I'm calling the war of consciousness. And so to begin with some context of where I received this notion of the war of consciousness. So after I had my near-death experience, I shared about this several times, but if for any new listeners, I'm just going to explain how I started to channel the Akashic Records in the Book of Life. How it happened for me was I was called to the Akashic Records over and over again to open the Akashic Records after I had my near-death experience. And so when I said a prayer to open the Akashic Records, I spontaneously started to channel with a group of enlightened beings that wrote through me what they're called the book of life and it goes through the history of our our world of this universe of, of planet earth it, it they they channeled through me extensive spiritual knowledge about the laws of the universe about where we're at as a collective and they touched on many different things, one of them being this notion or this idea, or I guess I should say this concept that there is a war of consciousness. Now, what they explained to me was that there was a time in our Earth's existence where we gods walked the Earth, and these gods embodied living archetypes of pure characteristics. They were God um, beings, because let's say that they embodied, for instance, the divine feminine archetype. And so in that essence, they were the pure light aspect of the divine feminine. So these would be people in history like Mary Magdalene or Mother Mary or many other um, spiritual beings that you, that you know of that could embody what would be considered the divine feminine archetypes. And that goes to say, that goes for many other enlightened beings that walked this earth, what they called were godlike creatures. And then there was the Nephilims, which were the fallen angels. And then there was the Anunnaki people who were, I guess what you could say, star seeds or enlightened beings that came to planet earth to help raise our consciousness and what ended up happening was that when they they inbred with us with us human species and they they became defeated in the way that they saw planet earth earth's beings operate and they at some point there was different enlightened beings from different planets who came to earth to help us ascend our consciousness and that was part of this war of consciousness where there was a control 
going on and a war and a battle for the consciousness of this planet because they were trying to, some were trying to help us ascend towards the light and some were trying to help us not ascend and stay in the darkness. And some of the the Anunnaki people who were these enlightened beings that that did try to help us ascend when they saw the state of how we were operating they decided to leave and what i what i was told from this group of enlightened beings that were channeling this book of life the akashic records was that at some point Many of the enlightened beings or, or the Anunnaki people left and they decided to let us work things out on our own. They decided to let us kind of, you know, ascend on our own and play things out however they might be. Um, now, to some level, what I am intuiting is that there still is enlightened beings that have been born into planet Earth that are still coming here that embody within them that in them a higher consciousness and they are trying to help this collective ascend and there is also at the same time what's going on a play within consciousness itself from it within shadow within darkness and light and they did say to the enlightened beings that i channel that there is within this war of consciousness, a war of darkness and light. So there are the the dark beings of this planet that want to keep things dense and low and small, and they feed off of fear. And then there's the beings who want to ascend. And these beings, some of them are on this planet Earth, and they're they're what you would consider star seeds. They're beings from other planets who incarnate here. And some of them are not physically on Earth, but they're still plugged into consciousness. Because we have to remember consciousness is free. It's um, There is just one consciousness that we exist in, which does contain different layers and levels to it. It contains shadow, darkness, and light. And so... Because consciousness is this free sense of awareness, there is some other beings and other planets and other dimensions who are still in a way battling the control of what they deem to be their worship, which would be darkness. Now, I in no ways am religious, so I would like to preface this conversation that I'm sharing with you in a way for you to understand that I too am learning and deciphering what I hold to be true. And at the same time, I'm sharing with you what I have, what has been channeled into me. And it's sad that sometimes terms can become religious, but I hope that you can be open-minded enough to know that um, I do believe this is a spiritual um topic and it's a spiritual it's part of our spiritual journey and I also believe that there's for me religion is all one and the same it's there's there is many different ways that we can idolize or call in the supreme source that is that exists for all of us and so I'm not coming from a religious standpoint in any way 
But I have had this recent experience that made me realize that there there has to be some truth to this war of consciousness and the battle for darkness and light. And that very day, um, so, okay, so I'm going to share with you what happened to me, but the context is that very day I was reading my channeled books that I need, that I am now working on putting in a book format and I need to put them in, you know, writing so I can either get them published or self-publish them. And that night was when this happened. So I was sleeping and I had gotten up to use the restroom. And as I was back in my bed trying to kind of fall asleep, I was, you know, still awake. I heard this beep, beep. And my wife was like, what is that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? Like, it's so weird because it just didn't, you know, our phones are off. I'm always, I always have my phone off at night and didn't even sound like the um, fire alarm. You know how sometimes a fire alarm battery can be going dead and then it can beep. So I, I felt a weird energy right at that moment. And I was like, what do you think that is? And she was like, I'm going to sleep. I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, so scared. And as I'm falling, trying to fall asleep, all of a sudden, I feel this dark shadow-like energy starting to try to come into my body. Like it, it was in hindsight, now that I've been reading about like what this was, I was reading about the sleep paralysis and many people who experience sleep paralysis experience this exact sensation of a shadow like energy that weighs heavy on their chest, kind of pressing down on them. But it was so much more than that for me. So as this dark energy started to try to come into my body, my immediately my soul took over and started to combat it with white light. And it took everything in my being to create a shield of white light between me and this energy trying to come. And I could feel that I, I was like, you know, warding it off, protect like it, shielding it off with this white energy. And I just held this white light energy to push it back. And then as if I was in some sort of timeline, you know, shift, I just woke up at the, you know, just didn't remember what happened after that and woke up the next morning. But the memory of what that experience was stayed with me. And what really worried me was why did I have this like ominous presence of this dark energy coming in me? And what was so interesting was how did I know to kind of create that shield, that instinct of just, war you know, pushing it away? So I went down a deep dive kind of discovery, you know, journey where I started to look up like, what does it, what is, you know, what does this mean? And then there's all these different explanations. There's the more spiritual or religious, I guess, explanation that it's spiritual warfare. And there was a lot of religious terms that I didn't quite relate to. I've never related to religion in that authoritative way of like hearing Bible terms. Although I do channel many terms in this modern book of life that these beings have channeled into me, that made me wonder, you know, it's like, am I, I don't want to judge religion, but I, I'm not going to get into what I believe the patriarchy did to the Bible and all that kind of stuff. But I will say 
that, you know, I'm, I'm remaining open to what this experience is. And yet I'm kind of tying it all together to the part that I just shared with you about the war of consciousness. So, so in the religious sense, many people believe this is a spiritual attack. And then maybe in a more scientific or psychological perspective, it is sleep paralysis. And then there was some school of thought that it could be that your soul was astral traveling and that's its way of coming back and anchoring into the body. And I think all of them have validity. And also, when I go to sleep, I often astral travel. Like, it's very, very common, although we all do. I, like, remember my experiences and my soul seems to visit other people, too, because they'll tell me, oh, you came to me in my dream. And so the only thing that didn't fully explain the astral traveling explanation was why did that energy feel so ominous and threatening if it was my soul I would never feel like that so I remembered back to what I was doing that day which was reading all these channeled texts and I started to feel like well what if it was some sort of battle of darkness and lightness because many times when I open my channeled writing I have this weird sense of dark energy that wants me to rip it up or that wants me to destroy it. And I know this might sound crazy because I live very much in that level of observation mind where I'm like, wow, like as I'm experiencing, witnessing that dark energy, I'm like, that's really interesting. I would never do that. But I'm fully acknowledging that there is a dark energy that wants me to destroy this channeled text. So then when I put all these pieces together and I was, you know, researching that day about how to publish and how am I going to, you know, write write it in the right format to send it out to publishers, it really got me thinking about what if there is a war of consciousness and would it really be that far off to believe that, of course, there's other beings from other planets that are trying to help us ascend, and you might be one of them, I might be one of them. You know, there's different levels of consciousness that we embody. And just because someone is dark does not mean that they won't turn to the light. Just because someone has chosen darkness, it does not mean that they will have the power to choose differently as well. I think that's important that we all know that. But at the same time, not to plant any plant, any fear in your hearts, I, I have really been understanding also the, the level of control that consciousness, that we experience within consciousness. Now, this could be literally down to what you watch on TV, TV, the media, the indoctrination of institutions, the programming of institutions, the programming of the collective when it's not maybe serving the highest interest of our collective. So there already is a battle for consciousness now. There's already many people who want to control what we think and how we operate. There's many institutions set in place for us to follow order and to follow kind of being that sheep and to not really think for ourselves and to think you know, big or to, to think in 
in our path of ascension as a collective. There's So this is already going on. And so really all that I'm suggesting is that it could be a bigger a bigger battle here. It could be a bigger play. There could be other planets and beings that we are connected to, right? We are these, you know, multi-galaxies. There's so many billions of galaxies out there that it's hard to even imagine how many universes there are. And it makes sense to me that because we're all one, we're kind of all ascending or not ascending together. And because darkness, you know, the shadow creates the light, it also makes sense that we need to transcend the darkness in order to fully ascend and evolve together. So I'm wondering just where I'm at within my own spiritual journey that maybe the darkness is coming out more because as we ascend more into unity consciousness, the darkness is going to try to kind of hold us down and and not allow that to happen. And so I don't want you to, if you resonate with this, I don't want you to feel fear around this because really what it means is now is the time actually to help transcend the darkness. It's actually time for you as the light worker that I know you are to step more into your power and into your heart center and into your loving essence, into your divinity to transcend and help transform the darkness into light. And so this unity consciousness that we are evolving and ascending into and within as a collective is the journey that we are all on together. And unity consciousness, when we break it down, is the embodiment of love. It's the embodiment of oneness, plain and simple. And what that really means and looks like is self-love, love of yourself so that you can love another, and connection with divinity, with your divinity and with source, which means that in that recognition and awakening and acceptance and that alignment with your oneness with source, you also align to the oneness that every living creature, soul, and person has with the oneness, with your oneness to them. So it's about this human connection. But a lot of us in the spiritual community are trying to bypass the journey of self-love and self-worth and just go right into, well, okay, let's just kind of ascend into unity consciousness. But what we are being called to do is to go inward and to awaken into the way we our love because whatever how we love ourselves or how we don't love ourselves what we how we talk to ourselves how we treat ourselves will be how we treat another and on the flip side how we talk to someone else how we treat them will be a reflection of how we treat ourselves because we are all one so this journey to oneness starts with your inward journey with your path to self-love, which also really means self-worth. And we are all on this journey together. And when you can love yourself, you will love another. 
when you can love yourself, that will also be the gateway to the oneness within, which will be the oneness with everyone around you. And this oneness, which is unity consciousness, is this stepping stone into our ascension. It's also the stepping stone into your soul's, you know, evolutional journey. And so what self-love looks like is taking a risk, taking leaps. It's holding yourself through the lens of love to allow yourself to experience this life and to allow yourself to learn and grow, make mistakes, fail, whatever you want to call it, but anchored from the lens of love. So when you're anchored in the lens of love, you can view all your experiences without judgment and see where you quote unquote failed or see where maybe there's an opportunity to pivot and do something in a different way, maybe a better way. I mean better in self-excellency, self-mastery, because there is progression in self-love. Self-love does not mean complacence, does not mean complacency. It does not mean you stay the same. It means that you take a bet on yourself, you take a chance on yourself, and you allow yourself to expand and to grow and to learn. And knowing that you're going to have to put yourself out there, you're going to have to be in this experience, this human experience, to learn lessons and to grow. So self-love can feel stretchy and it can feel scary at the same time you hold space for yourself in love. So if you're feeling fear to do something, it doesn't mean that you're not in the energetics of self-love. If you allow yourself to move through that fear, you're looking, you're you're holding yourself in love. And so this journey that we are on within ascending to unity consciousness will ask you to stand in your power, to stand in your light, and to stand in your love and we will be helping the collective ascend. We might be faced with more darkness. We might see darkness, but there's nothing to be afraid of. I believe that there's this beautiful analogy that happened to me with this experience that I just described to show myself that when we are faced with darkness, we can hold it in light. We can hold it in love. We can hold our pain and sufferings with love and accept the feelings we feel, not bypass them, accept them. And that's what transcendence is. It's the transformation of energy from dark to light or from light to dark. Energy can't be destroyed. It can be changed. So there is always room for transcendence within yourself and within the collective. So this is a conversation. This is an open conversation. These are the thoughts. Today is not a channeled episode. Today is in my real life experience and some things that I'm thinking about. So I would love to hear from you what you think about what I said. The topic is open. Um, You can always reach me on at Malibu Medium on Instagram. And I'm going to leave you with the power that you have, the love that you are, and that this 
ascension, awakening within unity consciousness is really asking you to awaken your divine presence. And it's asking everyone to awaken their divine presence. And some people are going to go right into the light and some people are going to have resistance to that. But I believe that you are a way shower. I believe that we are here for a purpose and a reason. And I am remaining to be a beacon of light. That's the commitment that I have. And I'm just going to sit with this light that I'm feeling infused into my body right now and allow it to permeate out into the collective. Maybe you will feel this light. Maybe you won't. I'm just open to allowing spirit to funnel through me the light of the consciousness that we are moving into more and more and more. And as I'm sharing this light, the angelic kingdom that has fully embodied this unity consciousness is among us, as well as the divine realm. And I ask you to ask yourself to invite in this light. And as you do, you can feel your aura expand into a beautiful white pink light and sit with this light for today see how it feels allow yourself to spread this light and I hope that you guys have a beautiful day remember your light is fearless I hope you enjoy learning about my personal journey with Akashic Record transformation I believe that by sharing our stories of inspiration and transformation, together we rise. If you are interested in learning more about the Akashic Records or would like to see all my offerings, please go to my website, themalibumedium.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Malibu Medium. And please don't forget to rate and review the show. I would also love to hear from you. Please leave a comment. And share it with your friends if you think they would find it helpful. Together we rise, empowered, your light is fearless.